Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking much more fun so you can focus on the entire experience and not just the final plate. All of this for less than $10 a meal. Visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code SUCCESS30, that's SUCCESS30, to save $30 off your first week at HelloFresh. Again, use the promo code SUCCESS30 at checkout. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. Just add it to water or drink and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com, and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% off your order. And now, to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Hey, still truly, truly Bayesian. This is all good things must come to an end, though. This is it. The day before we head back, man. So what's happening? And we can uh, that no, that is not uh, Carl's children screaming in the background. <laughs> That would actually be his uh, his pet rooster yeah, he has. Pet roosters. <laughs> and uh, like Dr. Rooster. Thomas. That pet rooster, I love Dr. it. Dr. Thomas, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm here um, in the laundry room of the hotel, man, getting up, getting up early this morning, 4 o'clock this morning, washing, man. It just, let me tell you something, see, real quick. I know you got probably the uh, thought of the day, the uh, fair file of the day, the, all the stuff for the day. But man, let me just say this, man, um, and tell the roosters I said what's up. Uh, they sound like they, they sound like they want to, uh, they rising and grinding. Um, see, <laughs> man, let me tell you something, bro. Like, I just want to encourage every single, you know, entrepreneur out there, everybody with a dream, with a goal. Man, see, I'm, man, I'm in the middle, the midst of it. Now, you always talk about the vending machine you know, and how we, you, you know, went in and did elementary, middle, whatever. But yesterday, man, I had to try factor, bruh. I got up uh, 7.45, I was able to greet the kids. And please go to our Instagram. There's a story with me and one little girl, Carl, she said to me, let's just say we, we, we connected on Tuesday. She saw me on Wednesday, ran like a half a mile, jumped into my arms and was like, you said you was gonna come back. You said you was gonna come back. And um, hmm. man, so I just had a ball with, with the K through eight. And then after that, they had a, uh, bro, you know we, you know we, what school district we in. They had a fish fry with grits. That was the, uh, mm. that was, I said, I, the, grits. I, I, the grits and the fish fry, bro, unbelievable. I'm like, you know where we are. Um, so then I had a chance at two o'clock with that function to meet with the teachers. And then that evening I met with the parents, man. It just felt so good, man. Like, you know, this is what this is what I always wanted. When we were doing the vendor machines, 
You know, we didn't necessarily say, like C said, we never said the NBA. We never said Major League Baseball. We never said Major League Soccer. We never said, you know, corporate. You know, we never said Australia. And look, we are appreciative of all of those things, but I'm back, you know, where I want to be. There were parents that was like, yo, we listened to the podcast. You know, can we get a pick? I mean, parents came out not only to the event, you know, but to have, you know, their kids take pictures with me. Yo, I'm just like, yo, we never gave up. We never gave in. Um, I only have one pet peeve, uh, Principal Ivory. I'm calling you out on my podcast. You getting called out. But she was tripping yesterday like, it's too hot out here. It was 82 degrees. And we were outside, Carl, because you know, you know, Carl, how it is. And um, I'm sure it's the same way in, um, you know, in the island. But the school's not like Detroit where you go in the building and you kind of just stay the whole day like it's two, three levels. Here, you know, it's um, they got they come out of one classroom. They got the open court. They've got the playground. You know what I'm saying? And they do a lot of their activities, you know, outdoors. And um, man, we just had a blast yesterday. And I'm just thinking like, yo, we never gave up. We never quit. You know what I'm saying? We kept, we kept doing this thing. And I went to go see a movie recently. Uh, it, it was a, somewhat of an autobiography of Winston Hill. It was at least a, um, a certain a time frame, you know. Um, and, and the one thing I loved about the movie is that, you know, Winston Churchill kept telling them like, yo, fail, fa- you know, failure, you know, it, it, it depends on who you are. Like if you're gonna quit and you're gonna give up, that's failure. But he was saying like, yo, true success doesn't, it's not the absence of failure, but it's staying enthusiastic in the midst of failure. You know, and I just thought that was so deep because to me, that's one of the biggest challenges that most humans face is like when they get into a, a, a rough spot or, or, you know, a rough place, you know, they, they, they don't have the same enthusiasm they had when they felt like, oh, man, everything is going great. So we stuck in there, man, and just to be here in Disney, I'm like, yo, Disney was so smart. It's 82 degrees in February. I'm like, yeah, my man thought this whole thing through. You know what I'm saying? Not only did he buy, not <laughs> right, only did he right. buy land, oh, you know what I'm saying? But my man thought this whole thing through. You can literally be here all year long. I think maybe December, Christmas, January might be, you know, in the 40s, 50s. But, you know, it was 82 degrees yesterday. They, like, outside frying fish, cooking grits. I'm like, this is unbelievable. So just excited, <laughs> man. Just like, wow, our dream has become a reality. We're gonna be in Atlanta. Um, uh, one of the mayor's uh, you know, uh, associates hooked us up with a couple of schools. Like, it's so easy now, see? I just like, yo, we're gonna be in a city and they opening up the doors to us, man. And it's just, man, it feels good. I, I ain't gonna lie, I've, I've, I've flown private. I've stayed you know, in nice hotels. I've been to Dubai. Like, I did a lot of stuff, but going to those schools and those kids know you. They watch your stuff on a regular basis. They use it for you know, getting ready for tests and they use it before their games. And when you walk in, they know who you are. They're listening. They're excited to see you the next day. It's like a man. It's like if you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. Yeah. So keep dreaming, y'all. Don't whatever you do. Yeah. Don't give up, y'all. Don't. You know, I always say we all gonna go through pain regardless. You you might as well get a reward for it. Yeah, no doubt. And do you want to tell the people out there maybe who are. Um, teachers or administrators listening to the podcast, how they can contact us through the school days program and and get you out to their school and um, be involved with the work we're doing with the program. Guys, I would love to do that, but I have no, no clue. 
Carl's going to have to help us out with that. I have absolutely no clue how you can I get in contact with you. I was about to be impressed. No doubt. I, I was about to be impressed. I was like, oh, let me see if he got an answer. So, no, I, no, we created yeah, I a, wish a, I could. <laughs> we created a direct email for you guys, info at schooldaysfoundation.org. Um, that you can send, I'm talking about, Just you just want to go learn about the program, schooldaysfoundation.org. If you just need to contact us, um, info at schooldays. Info at schooldaysfoundation.org. And, um, yeah, just check. We, we need your help, guys. We need your help. Y'all know what we're trying to do here, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, real quick, uh, am I tripping or uh, did the Patriots lose the Super Bowl? Yeah. And, um. I don't know about y'all, but we were in yeah. Miami. Shout out to everybody who came out to Miami um, for the Take Control. Just an uh, awesome session, man. We uh, always have a great time down there at the W in, Buck, in um, where, where South Beach. At the, is that where we're yes, at? Sir. Yeah, yes, we're at the sir. W in, the, yeah. in Buckhead this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to the W. Can we get a sponsorship? Anybody work at the W? I, that's we're back what I to said. back at the yeah. W. Um, great time on South Beach. Uh, but. Uh, I watched the Super Bowl, man, and and it was there was a couple things, and I want to talk about one first, and I want to play some audio for you guys. But um, the first thing that that kind of stuck out to me was that you saw last year what happened when the Falcons lost to the uh, Patriots. They kind of shut it down a little bit, like they took their foot off the gas a tad. And um, I think what you saw with the Eagles was they kept going for it. They were like taking chances. It was fourth and whatever, and they would go for it. And I was like, wow, like if you're going to defeat the champs, if you're going to, you know, be successful, like, yo, you got to keep your foot on the gas. And I think what he's talking about, you know, with us and what we've been able to accomplish, a lot of that has been because we've been able to keep our foot on the gas. Um, I don't know if what you guys saw, or what you took away from the game. But that was my big thing. Like, yo, if you're going to defeat the champs, you got to go on offense. And a lot of times, like, I feel like as yeah, entrepreneurs, yeah. as business people, as just people, people in general, general yeah. like, we're scared to go on offense. Like, we don't, we, you know, we don't get the shot up. Like, I, I can't tell you how many people that take control were just like, well, I'm, I'm ready, but I'm not ready, and I'm trying to get ready. Right, and right, I'm like, right. man, why are you sitting back there, you know, playing, somebody else shooting, somebody else going for it? And so that's one of the major themes I took away, man, is I just watched, like, yo, if you're going to beat the champ, if you're going to be legendary, like, yo, you got to go for it. You know, fourth down, go for it. You know, and, and the Eagles did that. And I think that's the only way you could beat the champs. Like, they literally had the formula right in front of them. Like, okay, it is what it is. This is Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks, probably the greatest quarterback to ever play. If we're going to beat my man, we can't just have a good first quarter, second quarter. We got to come with it all game, man. And I watched them do their thing, man, and it was incredible to just see them go on offense like that and, and, and slay, the, slay the dragon, if you will. So, yeah, I don't know what you took out of it, Carl. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but that was kind of my theme from watching it. Now, I was just going to say the, the piece that, and you said it, see, but the piece that stuck to me, they said that they had, um, was it Brett Favre that spoke to the Eagles before the game? I was reading the article, and his words to them were, don't forget last year. So I think that was a big advantage going in because it gave them that mindset of like, yo, you cannot afford to put your foot, uh, let me take your foot off the gas. Like, so just the, being able to, we talk about studying the film and studying the game and all that, being able to watch and see what happened last year, 
you're going into the game knowing now that, like, yo, they can come back in the last doggone quarter. You know what I'm saying? They can come back. Like, the, the, that's a reality. So this game is not over until it's over. Like, I'm talking about until them whistle blow, like, we got to be up as, as much as we can. And like, like you said, T, you could see that they were playing with, like, they were playing with, like, we saw last year. Like, this ain't about to happen. We saw last year. So what we're going to do is every single play, I'm like, it was literally no plays off. Every single play throughout that game, you could see the Eagles was just like, yo, it ain't happening. Yeah, no, nah, I was tripping. Happening. I was looking at the coach like, Carl, I'm looking at my man. I'm like, it's fourth down, like, three yeah. yards to go on, like, the 50 with five minutes. I'm sitting there like, I'm, I'm knowing you need to beat the j- Dragon, and I'm saying, punt the ball. What are you yeah. doing? Boom, went for it <laughs> and got it. And I'm like, yo, that's how you're going to beat Tom Brady. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I want to make sure that makes sense because I, I hate when we do sports stuff because we get so many people who write in like, oh, they're just talking about sports. I'm not talking about sports. I'm trying to make an analogy to life. Like, yo, you got to get out the blocks and you got to go for it. You got to shoot the rock. You got to put your product out there. That idea you got, you got to drive it to the finish line. You got to keep going back to the table. You got to keep making adjustments. You got to keep, you know, presenting it to the world. You got to keep showing up at the you know, the, the, the trade fair and, and putting your product on display, you got to keep trying to get funding. you got to keep going for it. And that was what the Eagles did, man. Like, yo, they kept throwing the ball. They ran reverse trick passes. They threw a uh, pass to the quarterback. And it's like, yeah, I always tell my brother, I'm like, yo, if I go out, I'm going out blazing. Like, I'm not going out just like, you know, punting the ball, running it up the middle for two yards. That's it. And, like, a lot of people, E, I believe, are going out and you're not even putting your best stuff out there. And it's a shame to see you go out like that when you're not even on full offense. You know what I'm saying? So, E, I'll get your thoughts, but. Oh, yeah. See, I'm just sitting here, man, like, whew. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm, I'm sitting here all listening to you guys, and I want to take it a step further for those people who are like, yo, I'm not into sports, and I don't do, you know, um, you know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't plan on watching the Super Bowl, I ain't even no entrepreneur. See, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking like, how much energy do people put, you know, in dating? How much energy do people put in their, you know, in that wedding day? You know, how much energy do people put in that whole process? And then when they get married, by the third or fourth years, what you said, see, like they took their foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? And you tripping about your marriage, like, my marriage is not what I want it to be. I, you know, we, what, you took your foot off the gas and you, now nah, you on bills. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, you just on waking up in the morning and going to work and doing your routine. It ain't nothing wrong with your marriage. You took your foot off the gas. It ain't fun no more. Was, I, you know, one of the things I told the parents last night, I was like, yo, how many of y'all having game night? I ain't even go deep, see? I was just like, how many of y'all having game night with y'all babies? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's a good night for game day? They was like, Friday, Saturday. I was like, yo, let's get back to game night. You know what I'm saying? And let's just sit down and talk. Talk about y'all future. Talk about, you know, their grades. Talk about their family. Talk, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, we just need to sit down. And a lot of the parents was like, yo, you right. We didn't got so caught up with just life that we don't have time for, for, for just to sit down and talk no more. So, and I'm just going to be transparent with you guys. You know, the way I grew up, my parents, I'm just going to be real, like, they they was on what they was on. It wasn't no adjustment making. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't on no, um, let's read this book and let this book uh, 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 
uh, what is the word I'm looking for? See, like, you know, when you're doing theory, they say, let it guide your practice. My parents weren't reading no books, letting it guide their parenting. It was what it was. You know what I'm saying? But for me as a parent. Belt on the shelf. Oh, bro, I'm talking about belt on the shelf. Belt on bro. the shelf. Bro. And with no, that's how it's going down. And and, and she, right. she knows because. Let this belt be your guy. Oh, that's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But she knows, she and I had some conversations, you know, just about me and Jay. And I, I had to, I had to put my foot on the gas. I had to go for it on fourth and down. Like, yo, I wouldn't normally do this as a parent. I wouldn't normally switch my game up. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta switch my game right now. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm right, saying, as right. a parent, you can't just have, you just can't chill as a parent. You gotta switch it up. And you thinking in your mind, well, I'm paying for them to eat. They got a roof over their head. You know, whatever, all the stuff that you're doing. But sometimes you gotta go for it. And this is the one. So this is not my thing about the game, but the thing that to me that was like, yo, this is phenomenal. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. You know, we right after uh, Miami, we had to catch a flight to on uh, Tampa. Um, but I saw the I saw the replay and I think Brady missed the catch that should have been a touchdown, but yep. but then Philly yep. turned around and did the same. Thing. I said I love it. Philly turned around. It was like play. let's do yep. the same play. Yep. You know, so I'm so it say you know remember the um, I think it was a song. You know, whatever you do, I can do better. No, you can't. Yes, I can. And and so Philly <laughs> Philly was like Philly was like yo, I know y'all the Eagles and I, I mean I know y'all the Patriots and y'all all of that and a bag of chips, but we ain't scared. You know, like flat out, we ain't scared. And if we lose, like C said, we're going to lose fighting. Here's the thing that I love, and I'm a fuel guy. I'm all about energy. I'm all about listening to motivational stuff in the morning, you know, and I'm with Zig Ziglar. When people say, well, motivation, it don't last. A bath don't either, but you still, you know what I'm saying, but you take one every day. You know, eating, it, what you ate two weeks ago don't last today. So don't try to play motivation. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to play my craft. You know what I'm saying? So with motivation, you just need it regularly. And so I'm into that. And so what I saw that the Eagles did, and I know most people caught it, but what they did was they started wearing that dog costume and they let it be known to the whole world. We underdogs. Now, between you and I, see, we know the reality. You in the Super Bowl, you, you ain't that big of an yeah. underdog, you in the yeah. Super Bowl. Let's just underdog. be real. Yeah. yeah, you ain't yeah. that big of no underdog, you in the Super Bowl, right? You you represent the NFC. Well, at the same time, you playing against Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and five-time world champion uh, New England Patriots. Absolutely. And you ain't won a Super Bowl ever. Yeah. So they are underdogs now. N now, let's say this, though. You talking about history and all of that. Absolutely. But I'm saying Imano, Imano, pound for pound, man to man, it ain't really that, it's not that big of a gap. And I'm not saying it's not one, but what I'm telling y'all. No, I'm saying, but Brady is Jordan, bro. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. In the finals, you talking about playing Jordan? It, that ain't. No, it's not saying? necessarily. Did you easy. had him beating the yeah. Patriots? No, 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 absolutely. No, no, I not. definitely didn't. But I'm saying it's not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, and, Neither did I. It, 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 I'm not saying it was going to be easy, but I'm saying the cool thing about football. No, I got you. Yeah, football, and you know because you played. When you're playing basketball, it's five on five. It's a little easier to have that big of a landslide. When you're playing football, bro, you, 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 what, what, I'm talking about, what is it, 11 guys out on that field? You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot, it's a, it's a, it's a lot easier. But what I like what they did was they saw that, and not only did they get the energy for the team, bro, they had, they told, they, they told the, um, the fans what to do. You know, everybody like rise up. Like they had like, I wish I had it in front of me, but it was like a four or five plan, you know, um, say Eagle War, say rise up, say this, say that. And I was like, yo, they took that energy boy 
and they took that underdog thing and they rolled that thing out. And so I'm saying, y'all heard CJ say that about us. We've gotten to a certain place, and I don't know how, you know, I don't know how we do the um, underdog at the Ritz Carlton, but I, I didn't find a way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't find a way to still be an underdog. See, I didn't find a way to wake up every day and not take what I have for granted. I found a way to yeah, get up. You know, you know what's so funny? E, I promise you the other day, Candace was like, I don't know how he like digs in and still finds that same hunger mm -hmm. that he had like when he was homeless. She was like, I'm not, cause you know, Candace came from a tough upbringing too. She was like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I done forgot all about that. <laughs> she was like, I'm in a whole nother place. She was like, I'm not gonna lie. This is a good life and I don't plan on going back and I don't even feel what I felt back then. And I was like, wow. So I think that is interesting that while you at the Ritz with your robe and your, your sandals, that you're still able to tap into that dog. And I think that's what, I mean, that that's really, Carl, what makes E legendary. I think from, yeah. a, from a close up yeah. view, what y'all see on TGIM, what y'all see on camera, what you see when you come to a conference, like, yo, E literally lives like that at all times. Like if you were around E for two seconds, you probably would assume that he had $50 in the bank. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that's how he hustles and that's how he grinds. And I don't say that because he, he's on the phone or because, you know, we're on the podcast, like, oh, yo, e, you're literally able to yeah. tap into a space that most humans can't tap into. Because we were, I, I, matter of fact, I had one, of, um, it was either a sermon or something I had on in the truck. And Candace was just like, yo, why does he sound like he's still in that abandoned building while he's talking? <laughs> like, like, yo, you're talking about a millionaire built this crazy company, one of the top in the world. And like, it sounds like he's speaking from that building. And I'm like, yeah, just an uncanny ability to tap into that pain and that hurt and to make it omnipresent in his life now is one of the things that I think, you know, really, really makes you incredible in what you do, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and let me flip it and ask you a question, E. Let me ask you this. How much ha have you embraced this other side? Yeah. Oh, big yeah. time. Big time. You know what I'm saying? The Rich Carlton. He embraced everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you get what I'm asking? Oh, no, like, no, how no. much I'm have you like. I'm full embrace. Yeah, no, no. Vegan. He vegan. You can't be vegan when you broke. No, no. I wish you would try to be vegan. Eat an $8 orange. You must have lost your rabbit. Organic. Yeah, no, no. You better get you a Big Mac meal. I will say this, though. Uh, with a two liter for joy. Oh, oh, what you know about the two liter, Carl? Oh, you didn't brought back some memories <laughs> with the two liter. Oh, Fago, a two liter Fago. Unbelievable. You, I will say this though, I do not wear the robe and the slippers, see, so that helps. I never put oh, Lord, I, I, I never, my daughter's up. Y'all pray for me. Lord. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you can hear in the background. <laughs> oh, I can hear her crying. I'm oh, just, just her. Hey, her and the chickens, we good. Yeah, yeah, no, Candace <laughs> gonna kill no, it's you. Five, it's 5.30, yeah, bro. I'm like, yeah, can't go to sleep, yeah, baby, girl. Yeah, mm. can't, well, you know it's the roosters keeping her up. That's the problem. The roosters. Well, yeah, the <laughs> we got one over here, too, so my bad. No, no, I just heard her cry. No, 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 you, no, you good. Uh, go for no, it. I was just saying, I, I never wear the slippers or the, or the robe, Carl. That's how I stay. You know what I'm saying? That's how I keep it. That's how I keep it. Hey, do you drink the $12 water? I don't drink the $12 water. Right. I do not drink the $12 water. You know, but, but, but seriously, see, and I think, you know, um, I don't know, man. It's, to me, it's easy. You know, it's, it's, if you decide to wake up every day, you know, and, and be intentional and deliberate about 
of course, embracing what you have, but also embracing the journey that got you there. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. It's kind of like, um, you know, they just forget, you know, with Didi, you know, people say to me all the time, like, yo, how do you keep that fire blazing? And it's like, yo, I literally wake up every day and remember when she used to give me her allowance. Like, I remember when she used to sneak me into the crib, you know, in the winter, in the weekend when I didn't have anywhere to go. You know, I just remember, you know, when we first got married and she got the job first and got the insurance and she had the credit. Like, I never forget that. And I hear people who get separated, you know, my man blow up, then all of a sudden he playing homegirl to the curve, you know, because he making all his money now. And it's like, for me, I just try my hardest to remember, like, yo, E, you weren't always here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a time when you... Man, I, uh, Didi and I was talking last night, and I hate it. We're going to have to do a podcast later because she did that. Remember when? I was like, well, you're going to have to do it on the podcast because she be joking me. You're going to have to talk about that on the podcast. You know, but she just had one of those moments where she was like, yo, you remember when we didn't have? You know, we were at the Ritz-Carlton. She's like, yo, you remember when we stayed at those motels where, you know, it, it wasn't, it was an out, outside entrance, you know, and, you know, you were afraid, you know. She's like, you remember those days? And I was like, Absolutely, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. We had to stay in the Motel 6 because the car broke down. That became our honeymoon. You know, we ended up staying there two or three days, going to Shoney's, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so I just, man, I just, try to, I just try not to get so caught up on, you know, where we are now because let's be honest, even for us, let's just say we've been doing this for a little bit over 10 years. This hasn't been our experience all 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so we can't act like yeah. for the last 10, 11 years that we've been it's here. It's still not me and Carl experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told you, Carl, don't let him take <laughs> you there. Don't <laughs> let him take you there, Carl. We're still on the other side, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet. He's going into his comical role right now, but leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, hold on, I wanna I wanna play something, man. I got um, uh, but so so along those same lines, uh, the quarterback Nick Foles, um, and I sent it to y'all. I don't know if y'all heard it, but I played again. The quarterback Nick Foles, shout out to him. He went to Michigan State for uh, a year, so we'll claim him as a spark. Hey, we'll take uh, whatever. Hey. Yeah, Super Bowl uh-huh. winning QB. Um, but after the game, he talked and he said something deep. So as it relates to going on offense. Um, one of the one of the things that you know came out, especially in Miami, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again in Atlanta. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Yo, I'm just scared to put it out because, like, what if it doesn't work?" And 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 the QB for the the Eagles, for those of you who weren't paying close attention, uh, wasn't a high draft pick per se, um, you know, and had been bouncing around the league. Matter of fact, I think he played for the Eagles, got cut, and came back. If I'm not mistaken uh, but either way uh, he, he took over you know with a couple games left when the star quarterback got hurt so this is the backup quarterback shout out to my my neighbor Brazil he's from overseas <laughs> he's uh, African he came up to me he said uh, he said I cannot believe the Patriots lost to the standby quarterback Brazil said I can't believe they yeah. lost to the standby I like that. Um, but the standby quarterback <laughs> He has something to say, um, and, and I thought it was deep, man. So I want to play it real quick and just get you guys' thoughts about it. I think the big thing is don't be afraid to fail. I think, you know, in our society today, you know, Instagram, Twitter, it's a highlight reel. 
Um, you know, it's all the good things. And then when you look at it, you know, you think like, wow, when you have a rough day, your life's not as good as that. Like, you know, you're failing. And I don't think, you know, failure is part of life. That's a part of building character and growing. Like without failure, who would you be? I wouldn't be up here if I hadn't fallen thousands of times, made mistakes. Uh, you know, we all, we all are human. We all have weaknesses. And I think throughout this, just being able to share that and be transparent. I know when I listen to people speak and they share their weaknesses, I'm listening because I can resonate. So I'm not perfect. I'm not Superman. We might be in the NFL and we might have just won the Super Bowl, but hey, we still have daily struggles. I still have daily struggles. So, um, but that's where my faith comes in. That's where my family comes in. And, you know, I think when you look at a struggle in your life, just know that, you know, that's just an opportunity for your character to grow. And that's really just been the message. Simple. Like, if something's going on in your life and you're struggling, embrace it because you're growing. Yeah, let's 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 uh, dissect that thing, man. Unpack first, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, let's give a shout out to our sponsors first, man. Oh uh, man, Hello Fresh is back, man. We appreciate Hello Fresh for being a sponsor today. Um, listen, man, Hello Fresh offers a wide variety of chef curated recipes that change weekly. There are three plans to choose from: classic, veggie, and family. All ingredients come pre-measured and handily labeled. Uh, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. HelloFresh makes it easy to cook delicious, balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal, guys. Each week, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for those of you who really don't have more time than that. Uh, lots of one-pot recipes for seriously speedy cooking and minimal cleanup. Try things you never thought you could cook on your own and enjoy eating outside of your comfort zone, such as the Hall of Fame-voted uh, Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato onion jam and arugula salad. Um, listen, man, I tried it. Uh, Carl's tried it. E's tried it. We rock with HelloFresh uh, 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 quite a bit. We just, Carl, what do we just have, Carl? Hey, the one, I, I, I'll just say it like this. It's stuff that I'm eating I never heard of. The arugula, I don't know what arugula is, but we had this mushroom flatbread arugula thing, bruh. My son, and my son is a picky eater. When I tell you, my man smashed. And it's simple, bro. It took like 15, 20 minutes to make everything. Like everything, of course, you guys know it comes prepackaged. Um, you can just open the box up and follow. I'm talking about step-by-step -step instructions with photos. So for those of you that's a little challenged in the kitchen, there's photos on that joint that tell you exactly what Oh, yeah, do. no, we you can't mess it up, it, man. That's bro. the one thing I love about it. You can't mess it up. And the presentation ends up looking great. Um, yeah. So, again, man, I told you guys about friends and family now that are trying to shout out to Dr. Downs who was on the podcast, man, I saw him the other day looking slim and svelte. Um, man, he's doing his thing, lost uh, 45, 50 pounds, man, just on the Hello Fresh. It comes uh, portioned nicely, so you don't even have to worry about portion size, things like that, man. So look, for $30 off your first week of Hello Fresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code SUCCESS30, all right? $30 off, HelloFresh.com, SUCCESS30. So go rock with them and uh, let us know how you like it. Send in your, your info and, and tell us, um, you know, what's your favorite dish. All right. So I want to get back to what Nick Foles said there, E. Um, and the first thing I think that caught me, you know, when he, what he said was, he said, man, we live in a highlight reel generation where you see everybody's best moments. And the crazy thing is you're stacking up your worst moments to people's best moments. And so um, he said, you know, so you're seeing that as failure first and foremost. So we'll address that part of it before we go into the actual failure. But 
how much of, you know, people and their, their self-esteem and their unwillingness to put stuff out, like we talked about, or go on offense, has to do with the social media pressures, the, th- the, the, the fear of my stuff is not as good as their stuff. If I put this out, people aren't going to like it. Um, the, 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 the social media generation, if you will. Yeah, I, I agree with what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? There's a benchmark. And unfortunately, I don't particularly think, you know, Instagram and, you know, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever. I don't think social media should be the benchmark, you know, but in many regards, it, it has become that. And so I think what, and, and you know, we try to put it on the millennials. It's grown folk on Facebook. I ain't, I ain't seen a lot of millennials on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to dismiss it and make it like a young person's problem, and it's not. I think it's a societal problem, period. You know, TV, reality shows, et cetera. You know, everybody thinks that um, they all have to live this exact life. And, I, I, you know, see, I, maybe we could talk about this on the next one. I wanted to play at some point um, our last TGIM. I listened to it myself. I feel uncomfortable listening to my stuff. But I did feel like very passionate when I talked about the hat, the shoes, the jeans. And it's not, it's not, you know, the regalia that I'm on. Like I'm not on necessarily like, you know, the paraphernalia, like, you know, my hat, my whatever. But what I'm trying to really get to see is this thing of like, yo, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not gonna feel bad no more. I'm not gonna allow people to trap me inside of this like world. I'm in the Ritz Carlton, man, I'm telling you. I, bro, the, 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 um, and give me the right words. It's like, we don't want to call it peer pressure as adults, but let me just use that word because people understand it. Peer pressure. I'm walking through the Ritz Carlton, Carl, with my flip flops on. You know what I'm saying? I got my shorts on. I got my when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. And everybody in there, it, it seemed like it's like a happy hour all day at the Ritz Carlton for some reason. I'm not sure what time it starts, like if it started breakfast or not. But everybody's got the suit on, uh, see, of course, people are not really doing the tie these days. Everybody's got a, a glass of wine in their hand, you know, and everybody's important, see? You know what I'm saying? I don't really know who these people are and what their real life is like, but you see this, this persona, see, where everybody's doing well, everybody's making money, you know, and I'm walking through with my T-shirt on and people are looking at me, and, uh, and, and I try not to take it offensively. I try to say, you know, What's the Uber driver doing yeah, in the yeah, hotel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I try not to take it personal, but, it, but it's like everywhere I turn, it's the, can I help you? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I stay here every time I come, so no, you can't help me. You know, but it wasn't a, can I help you? Like, you know. Are you lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, right. That's the look. Like, are you lost? And I'm laughing because it's like, I'm, I'm not mad. Trust me when I tell you, I, 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 I love you know, seeing, um, you know, men dressed up, looking good, women, you know, with either the skirt suit or the pants suit. I love it. But I'm laughing, see, because I'm saying like, yo, you have you have created this standard where it's like, that's how you have to look to be successful. Like, that's what success looks like. So maybe social media for kids, it looks one way, but it looks another way. And then you remember when we went to the W, so they've got the Lamborghini sitting outside, they've got the, um, 
the Rolls Royce parked up front. I'm like, yo, why you pick, take my man Ford Fusion and park it down the street like that? My man, he want to get to his car too. Uh-huh. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but all the Ford Fusions is parked, you know, down the street. But all the fresh rides is like when you come to the W, like all the fresh rides are right there with the rope, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, yo, see, I just want to, I'm not mad at nobody, but I just want to be myself. And I, and I don't want you to look down upon me because I don't want to be a part of the status quo. And, I'm, and look, I'm, 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 I'm definitely not one. This is all God. This is all God's grace. But as I'm walking through, I'm like, yo, bro, you looking like money. But it don't mean you got money. And I'm not looking like money. And it don't mean I don't have no money. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm just laughing because you judging my bank account. You judging what I do professionally. And one of the bellsmen, he, you know, he, he knows me, he follows me. He said to me when I got out the car, he was like, Dr. Thomas, it's good to uh, have you back. Welcome back. And you can see people looking like Dr. Thomas. They didn't know, see, you should, they should listen to the podcast. Is that like Dr. Dre? Yeah, yeah, hey, right, right, right. It's PhD (laughs) and not, see, always say, go see a doctor if you're sick. But I'm saying you can see people looking like, for real, like, what do you mean when you say doctor? And it's just like, wow, we live in a society where people are not comfortable in their own skin. And that's my problem, you know what I'm saying? So I know I went off a little bit, but just to his point, it's like, yeah, I got, he felt comfortable saying, I have bad days. The NFL does right, not mean right, right, right. that my whole life is straight because I, because I play in the league. Yeah, no, I, know, I think the one thing that I told you I worry about, and I'm, I'm glad y'all get the chance to navigate these waters, is, um, you know, young people and their self-esteem. You know, they're coming up like, you know, and I, and I, I guess in in a way it's good, right? Because you can see the world and you can see a lot of things like the internet and all of that. You know, it allows us to expand our horizons and, you know, things that weren't real can maybe be real to you now. But I think the one thing that maybe helped my self-esteem, and I have never even really thought about this, so it's up for debate or argument, was the fact that pretty much everybody I went to school with, you know, we had a similar upbringing, right? We were all from you know, Lansing, a lot of our parents worked at the shop. You know, we kind of had the same amount of money. We kind of wore the same clothes. We kind of had the same, you know, whatever. So there wasn't this measuring stick. Now, I'm not going to tell you there wasn't like, you know, levels in terms of who was popular and all of that. But like, we didn't have access to like seeing kids with like uh, Hermes backpacks and stuff. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have that. And so that's not what we were looking at as like success or that that wasn't the measuring stick or we didn't have like, you know, the Kardashian family, to, you know what I'm saying? Like look at and be like, oh, wow. Like, you know, and, and I don't know how we would have responded in that situation, but I think I was always pretty confident and I never, because I never really felt inferior. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have anything to like measure myself against that was fake that would have me like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, like even from a, like a sports perspective, like, I was the best in the city. You couldn't have told me I wasn't the best in the world. So I moved like it. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't have YouTube. I ain't know it was a dude down in Florida to probably kick my butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought I was the dogs too. And so I think now, man, you, you know, with, with the Instagram and, and that whole thing, it's like, man, you seeing people living like different. Like, you know, we didn't see anybody with a million dollar home. Like, we just didn't see it. We didn't see anybody you know, with a with a Lamborghini. I, I didn't see a Lamborghini in person probably till I was grown. And so now, though, even for grown people, e, like you looking on Facebook and you see somebody just bought a new house, 
right? You see somebody just got a new car or they always look like they're on vacation and you sitting there looking at it going, wow. And you start to feel inferior, not knowing that, you know, your destiny and what God has for you is for you. Your path is for you. But if you use that measuring stick and you start looking at other people's highlight reel again, um, you're not knowing that they low light reel is the yeah. same low light reel you got. Yeah, you got but the highlight yeah. reel looks so crazy. Their marriage looks so good. They And I'm saying maybe it is, but I'm saying maybe it's not. You're only seeing the best of the best and you're stacking it up against your worst days. And I think that was a great point that he made. And, um, you know, even as grown people, if you're not careful, you can get sucked oh, into bruh. that matrix. You know what bruh. I mean? I, I tell people this all the time, see. Bruh, I refuse to, and, and I'm saying right now, I mean, things could change. I don't know, you know, but I refuse to leave a good community, good neighbors, you know, for the sake of, and, 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 I, and I tease some of my friends who have purchased these, you know, two, three million dollar homes, you know, and again, they know I love them, but I tease them. And I say, some of y'all bought these $3 million homes for those 20 days, see, that you can have somebody come through and walk through and go, ah, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 so you just spent all that money for those 20 days out of the year, whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or whenever you invite your friends over to Super Bowl and they can all say, so-and-so house is huge. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna sacrifice those 20, 30 days, you know, for the other 330 something days. You know what I'm saying? That nobody, no, that nobody's ever coming to my house. You know, so I don't have, I don't have this esteem issue where I need you to come and then tell everybody that we know E.T. got this big crib. Like, I'm not interested. Like C said, maybe that was because we grew up in Detroit. Maybe because we grew up in the auto, you know, motive industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, no, that made sense though, right? Like, well, the, some of the stuff they seen, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't see it. Like, see? I didn't even remotely compare myself to that. No, and I'm saying just because of the way we grew up, see, I still don't. You feel me? I still think, like, for real, I ain't going to lie to y'all. When I walk in my crib and see the high ceilings, it might only be like 30 feet of high ceiling. But that's sucker high for 30 <laughs> feet. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cool with um, the little small kitchen. Like, that's all me and D need. And so I don't have this need, see, to, to um, and I'm telling you, bro, I ain't mad at nobody. Like, I look at Inky Crib. I'm so grateful for Inky, bro. I look at how big his Bro, Inky's spot is huge, bro, but Inky was blessed at a time where he got it and his kids are still young. Whereas, you know, when I started really making bread, Jalen was in high school and you ain't trying to uproot nobody from high school. Like, it's like, that's your friends. That's your, that's your community. So I'm not trying to uproot you and put you in a sweet neighborhood. And now you got to start, start your whole life over again. So to me, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't worth it. But just back to your point, see, Didi and I are not getting on YouTube. We're not getting on Instagram. We're not getting on Facebook and looking at our friends and go, what do they have versus what we have? Like, yo, we are literally enjoying our lives. And what we're comparing ourselves to, see, we're comparing 2018 to 2008, to, to, to 1998. You understand what I'm saying? That's what we're comparing our life to. So I'm not comparing my life to the other motivational speakers that do what I do. I'm not comparing my life to the people that I went to college with and what are they doing or what they're not doing. I'm not comparing And I'm myself. saying, what, what, like, what are you comparing to, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I say, like, what are you comparing? I'm saying, we com like you said, are we comparing houses or are we comparing, right. comparing right. happiness? Right. Yeah, I'm, you know comparing, I'm, I'm comparing happiness, bro. Your marriage. Yeah, I'm comparing yeah, my because, marriage and family. You know, everything we do in life is to ultimately be happy, right? So, you know, the, the clothes you pick out every day, the car you drive, the house you live in, like 
um, what you what you end up eating. Like those are those things. Like every day, we all make a collective amount of decisions in order to be happy. And so I think there are some people who think, um, you know, having those things and and collecting those things will produce happiness. Well, we know that's not necessarily the case. And I used to hate it. Like when people would talk about getting money and like, ah, oh, money is not the key to happiness. I'm like, yes, yeah, tell that to somebody broke. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, there is something to be said for, you know, money or things in general is not what's going to make you happy. Now, if you already happy, could a could a new like Lamborghini make you happier? Probably so. But that in and of itself is not what's going to make you happy. And I think, um, you know, people got to find happiness within themselves. Like I got a homegirl who like she's not married and she wants to be married she doesn't have a man and I'm telling her like yo you don't get to be like half a person and then you meet a half a dude and y'all make one whole right, that's not right, how it works right you got to be whole first and then find somebody and then the two holes shall become one and I'm like you know but I think people think adding this accessory adding yes. this thing yes. is what's going to produce the happiness and it's not um, the other thing, real quick, before we dive into Ask E.T., E is just yeah, let's the not get failure off of this, behind. Yeah, Say not, what? I'm just saying, let's not yeah, let's not move past this too fast. Go for it, but I want to come back and make a statement. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'll save it. Go for it. So, so and, 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 you know, I've had to have this conversation with my wife, and she would kill me if she heard me say this, but she don't listen to the podcast. So, hopefully, her little cousins that listen, you know, you're not going to share this with her. <laughs> you know, but... You know, what we're talking about, you know, definitely my wife is all about that. See, happiness, the family, you know, our our quality of living, you know, our character, who we say we are versus what we do. But I will say this, and I've had this, I've had to help Didi because, you know, she may have gotten caught up in the past, see, you know, with, you know, comparing in terms of like, um, you know, we went to college. So, you know, you just got, you know, she like, how much weight did I pick up since? you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so there was times where I would have to just like, you know, kind of encourage her. And, and I, you know, and I say this, you know, because we have to be careful in society. Like the thing that, the, the thing that I tell my kids, be careful about comparison is only because it's not a bedrock. See, it's not stable. You know what I'm saying? What, what Louis might be in the day, Michael Kors might be in tomorrow, you know, uh, um, 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 what, what's the other one? Versace, you, you just gotta be careful, see? You know, because it's not like, it's like a moving target. And it's kind of difficult, you know, to catch a moving target, you know. And so I remember when my wife, you know, after, you know, uh, Jada, you know, it might have been a couple years, she might have been like, well, I want to lose my butt. And I used to have to tell my wife, I'm like, yo, you got to be careful because, I, and I'm, like I said, I'm just keeping it 100. You know, the thing that you're trying to lose, they paying for it now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? You got um, uh, actors, you know, you talk about the Kardashians, you got... Um, Nicki Minaj, you know, you got people who don't have, you know, uh, hips and a butt, you know, who paying for it now. And they paying, Miami getting paid, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was in Miami, I'm looking like, yo, I, when I was growing up, I'm not trying to be funny, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to stop watching or listen to the podcast, but when I was growing up, I don't remember everybody having this, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember everybody, you know, all over the world being <laughs> shaped like this. But now everybody, you got the, um, what does it see? The Brazilian butt exercise program. They're spending thousands of dollars. You got uh, plastic surgeons that's making, I'm talking about they're making a living, see? You, you got the entertainment industry. And so I just remember telling my girl, like, yo, you, talk, you tripping on, you trying to lose. People, they paying for what you got. What you have naturally, people trying to pay for that. You feel me? So, so be very cautious about, um, be very cautious about comparing. I'm just being 100. Like be, 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 be very. I remember thin lips was in. Then now people paying to get bigger lips. You know what I'm saying? Um, we were at the event and I asked homegirl because I looked at her. Uh, she's a bodybuilder. I looked at her and then I looked at her picture and I was like, yo, this look different. You know, what, what, what you know, I, I was just being oh, 100. Yeah. I was like, talk to me. She's like, oh, what we do in competition is we tan ourselves. You feel me? So sometimes, see, color, there have been times where color wasn't cute. Oh, yeah. No, you, you never know what's going to come. You, hey, you, you feel that's me? why I didn't get the six pack because I knew the dad buy was coming <laughs> back. Was coming back. I just <laughs> wanted to be ready when the dad buy came back. Leonardo DiCaprio that made the dad buy sexy. We good. Sexy. <laughs> so, we eat. You, you, you feel Let's me? Let's eat, gentlemen. I'm just saying. So, see, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, yo, you got to be cautious, bro. It, you know, it's a moving target. And when you put me on that bedrock, I've been sending it to a couple people and they've been hitting me back like, yo, E, I, and I'm talking about some people who going through some different challenges and they like, yo, mm-hmm. E, three times a day, E, three times a day, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying like, if, if you're going to compare yourself to something, just make sure it's a bedrock. Just make sure it ain't going to move in 2020. Just make sure it ain't going to move in 2019. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it be dope if you won a Super Bowl and you didn't have to worry about relationships after that? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so you think you got money. Okay, cool. Money taken care of. But you still got so many. He said it. He's like, yo, Super Bowl or not, we still live in real life. It's still drama, you know, whatever is going on. So I'm saying it will be a whole different conversation if you bought a Lamborghini or the house or whatever and the other stuff was not, oh, cool, that's taken care of. But, dude, that's one aspect. Sorry. I'm not even, okay, Super Bowl, cool, go down in history, but let, y'all, y'all into sports a lot. How many athletes do we know that were there that now, you know what I mean, the the, the T.O.s, the Allen Iversons, that I'm talking about like you, okay, we know your name, we know some highlight reels of you, but you got nothing going on for you right now, like just being real. So if it was just only about that, that like he said, the highlight reel, Dude, like, okay, cool. It was one day. You know what I'm saying? Well, a couple hours of a day. Let's just be real. Okay, cool. We'll talk about your history, but that has nothing to do with your day-to-day life. You still got to get up tomorrow and get some stuff done. There's still, you know what I'm saying? You, somebody mama got some illness. You know what I'm saying? If sickness was gone, you win a Super Bowl and ain't nobody in your family got sick no more. Oh, come on now. Yeah. I'll be in the Super Bowl next yeah. year. I promise. I'll work oh, out from oh, now oh, until bro, next Super Bowl. I'll be in it. My, yeah. Nobody in my family getting sick no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still got to deal with real issues. Yeah. It's, it, there's nothing. To, 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 I'll share this real quick. We were walking through a store yesterday, and my mom. Y'all know my parents into education. My mom was looking at all these. These. Um, these are the books that we used to have to buy in school. And I looked, I was looking at this one book, and I was like, yo, I remember this book. This like this comprehension book. They got all these little Caribbean stories in there. You got to answer the questions. And to me, she leaned over and said, oh, you had the book? And I was like, what you mean? She's like, let me just say it like this. She's like, I want to buy the book now just because I feel like I could. Like, she's like, yo, we couldn't have these books. She's like, if my sister didn't have it, I ain't have it. Like, we didn't have this stuff. So I'm sitting like, wow, like she just wants to buy the book. Now the book costs probably about 10, 20 bucks. I don't even know how much, it wasn't real. 
but she's in the in the place now where she's looking at the book like yo I want to buy it now just to just to what, what you say what am I comparing myself to? I want to compare to where I was 20 years ago like I can buy the book now I don't have no dog on need for the book but I want to buy it now just because like yo 20 years ago this was not possible so at the end of the day I want to compare myself to where I was I want to compare myself to where my family was I want to compare to my last generation nothing else nothing else matters you know what I'm saying at the end of the day you still like I say you still gonna get sick you still gonna need water you still gonna have to go to the to the toilet like nothing else, like you ain't got you still got to do all of that and you still gonna need Organifi all right this segment is brought to you by Organifi <laughs> so here's the deal to truly thrive in all areas of your life, you cannot ignore the importance of good health. All right, I've learned that firsthand, and for many of us, time is our most valuable asset. This is why I love Organifi Green Juice, an organic superfood green juice powder. You just add water, right, and get your greens anywhere, anytime. You have to invest in your health. You gain more time because you gain more energy, all right? The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is it actually tastes good. For all our listeners, we have a special deal so you can try it yourself. Use the code SUCCESS at www.organifi.com to receive 20% off your uh, order. Again, the promo code is SUCCESS, and that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. All right, go check that out. Um, let's jump into see, 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 Hey, see, give me, no, give me one that. quick second. See, yeah. Give, yeah, give me one quick, well, hold on. Hey, let me say this. I got a quick fair file for the Organifi segment. Oh, okay. A quick fair file. So my wife gives me a hug yesterday, and she's not feeling well. She, she caught a little cold here. So she proceeds to ask me, like, yo, can, can, can I kiss you? What do you do? Fair or foul? What do you do? Oh, yeah, no. Oh. If it's me, I have to speak, and there's a lot of people counting on me. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to we're gonna have to table that because I can't afford Ain't nobody to counting right on now. you, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so just go ahead and chill out. I'll catch you tomorrow. Hey, Mom. so my, my answer, oh, so go ahead, see, I'll come back. I'm going foul. <laughs> flat out. No, I'm just saying I'm going foul. Flat out. Mm-mm, I can't. Mm-mm, we got stuff to do. Yeah. Hey, my answer to her was, hold on, let me get some Organifi first. <laughs> let me right before. Let me get some yeah. Organifi first, no, and I got okay. you. We good. No question. So see, yeah, I got no, a question saying, for you. Let see. me tell you something. My girl ain't trying to kiss me because she know I only get sick, like have a little cold about once a year, and when, when I do, it's hell for her. So she's like, you better not. <laughs> I'm talking more like I got the straight flu. No, um, right. I got a quick question though, real for you, quick, C. E. Yeah, I got a question for you, C. Uh, Carl can answer it if you wow, like. Like both my kids, yo, I promise you, man. Are they both kids, up? They are, <laughs> I, both of them up. Hey, with some Trey out here. Hey, Trey so running around you 6 got, o'clock in the morning. You got to answer this question though for me, see why you got them. All right, Carl, you got to answer this because we're talking about failure. You got to answer this for it. me. Move closer to the phone. E. I can't oh, I'm sorry. Me. All right, so you got to answer this one for me, guys. You got to answer this one. So I can't say names because this person works for us, right? And it's cultural. So we talk about failure. And, it, and it's something, I don't know what it is. She talked about Instagram, all that, you know, Facebook, social media. And I just want to know, like, is it, does it come from a different place? So this individual made an error. And it was, it was obvious that they made an error. And they tried to cover it up, you know what I'm saying? When I say cover up, not nothing deep to cover up. But just didn't, you know, they just didn't own it. You know what I'm saying? What 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 is the challenge? Like what is what? Okay, I get it that you fail, but what is it about failure? Like, because if we do something good, we want everybody to know we did it. What is oh, it? What what, what is it? What is it when we mess up <laughs> that we just can't say 
Like, yo, for real, like this would have been an easy, like, yo, I forgot. I didn't, oh yeah, it slipped my mind. I'm just being real, like, something happened to me. I'm just gonna tell y'all, see, Carl, see, talking about something, do you know the name of the, do you know the name of the, uh, uh, where they can go for school days. I ain't even gonna play like I know <laughs> what it is. Like I'm here. It's it's like what my man said. I'm human, bro. Like I'm not tripping on the fact that the, I was I, I'm, I was made as one of the models that don't remember everything. Like I'm okay with that, you know, and that I don't know everything. But I was just tripping on them because it wasn't deep. It was just like an email didn't that d- didn't shoot the email. The information wasn't whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was simple. But th- but they even lied about you know the whole thing just to cover. And I'm just like I just want to know like why why do we have such a like a, 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 a um, evil like negative relationship well, I hear, with failure? Let me take a crack at it. I think it may be twofold. One, I think it may be an esteem issue in terms of your value is wrapped up in this particular event. Like if you're already down, you can't afford to take in your eyes what you think is a loss, right? Like you, you, you don't have the esteem. Like yourself, myself, we may be confident enough in other areas where like when I messed up the shirts, I could just be like, yo, <laughs> here's what it is. It's, it's a wrap. I messed it up. My bad because I know the value I bring in other areas. So I think that may be one of them. The other thing I think may be happening is bad programming, right? And that's what I'm trying to not do with my kids, right? Like I'm not, I'm trying not to overcorrect Trey to where I'm on your head about every mistake. Like you, you, I tell you to sit down, you don't sit down, you spill the milk. And I'm like busting your head for spilling milk. It's like, I don't want you to be gun shy in terms of every time I make a mistake, it's the end of the world, right? And so I think, bad programming can be another one of those things that puts us into that space where a mistake is no longer a mistake. A mistake is a reflection of our character. It's a reflection of our aptitude. It's a a reflection of who we are as a person. And so I think though between those two things is one of the reasons why people would see a failure. Like, E, you've had enough wins to where if you had a bad day, if um, if you had a bad speech, it's not necessarily going to tear you down, right? Because you had a thousand great ones before that. But to somebody who's been rocky, you know, their whole career, a bad speech could be the tipping point that ends up being like, all right, cool, I failed too many times and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So I think one of those two things is probably going on when, when that happens. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I, I'm trying to think, I, I want to go a different approach to you, see, and I'm trying to formulate my thoughts, but... The reality is it's, I, th- I think it starts with a lot of, and, and I can't go way too far. See, it's, 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 Tamisha always says it's what you grew up. Like you want to know somebody and understand them. It's what you grew up with. It's how you grew up. It's, it's all back to that programming. Like that's, that's the reality of it. Like there are things that happen in your childhood. There are things, you know, there's a, a, a not to go here, but the abandonment. There's stuff that comes in that ties into that unnecessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what was this book I was reading? It's talking about your conscious and your subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is like, yo, I'm about to get up now. I'm about to go do this. But there's a program that's running behind that in your subconscious mind that's like, you're not processing this. 
But like, yo, if I say this, this person might take it this way and it could affect the relationship because this will happen to my dad and I, this will happen to my brother and I, this will happen. So it's like some subconscious programming e that could be, you know, that could be playing in the background that it, it makes it deeper than what it is because you have a history of all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just this moment in your, well, it is for, for the other people around you. Oh, you messed up this moment. But in your mind, you're, you're, you're again, back to comparing you, but you're matching it up to other things, other people, you know, there's a whole lot in your subconscious mind that's playing that you're not necessarily, you know, conscious of. So it's, it's an issue, I mean, like I said, back to what C said, it's an issue of programming and realizing, number one, you're still breathing, and that's my thing now, like, yo, you're still breathing. Um, oh, Vicky, Vicky always, I, I ask Vicky, she, she gets on our Sunday BU calls, and she says the temperature is like negative 20, negative 29, and I'm like, Vicky, how do you do it? And Vicky says she, she literally will drive up to a cemetery and just sit out there for a moment and, and just think about what she's complaining about. She says she will physically drive to a cemetery and just look. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's cold, but I am breathing. So I'm just saying, perspective. You were breathing, it ain't nobody died from it. You all right. We, we can figure out how to figure this out and move on. So I just think it's just a, a matter of reprogramming and getting that focus of like, yo, it is bad, whatever it is, it could be bad. But it's not to death. Like it ain't it ain't gonna tear nothing up. You know what I mean? We can still we can survive whatever it is. People survive all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We can get past it. Yeah, reprogram. So yeah, I would just suggest then for those of you who are having that struggle, anything, reprogram, because that's what happened with my father. It's like when I dealt with that, that's what I was doing, reprogramming. I heard TJ, man, man, I wish we I wish we would have recorded it, but TJ was just saying how, you know, his brother you know, did very well academically. And he, of course, did very well in sports. And he didn't make it to the league. And he found himself, because he wasn't in the league, and he no longer was able to get the validation from tackling and scoring touchdowns, you know, that he found himself being, an, and I hope this makes sense, you know, but uh, uh, affirmation junkie, you know. And he said, you know, he would... He, he, he would be, you know, doing stuff around his father, like, Dad, I did this and did this and did that. And he was like, yo, V, his wife was like, yo, I don't know if you see what you're doing, but when you get around your father or your brother, it's this thing where you're trying to, you know, and they love you for who you are. And he was like, yo, he had to really stop. He said it had become so subconscious, Carl. It becomes so subconscious that he never even knew he was, he was doing it. But it was almost like, shoot, well, my brother is still, because he was academics, he's still shining. You know what I'm saying? He didn't took a job as an engineer. He's still shining. Whereas that thing that I used to get affirmation from, I'm no longer doing that. You feel me? That's no longer a reality for me. So how do I get that affirmation? And so he just said he had to be real, one, about the fact that he had the problem. And then two, he had to start saying, okay, how do I address this? How, 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 do, how am I aware of it? And then what do I do to overcome it? And when I heard him say that yesterday, I just thought that was so deep. Because I mean, my man got 4% body fat. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, look, at, you look at him physically. What an accomplishment. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You look at my man physically, and it's just like, yo. And even when, you know, he speaks and does his thing, you know, you don't look at him like whatever. You know, but he was like, yo, it's a problem that I had to deal with. He said, this is why I'm dealing with it. Because my sons would see how I would act around my father. And my sons would see how I would act around my brother. And subconsciously, they picking up on it. So I had to overcome it. And he was like, I'm being real. Since I've overcome that, as a speaker, I've seen myself get better 
because now I'm in my lane and I know who I am and I'm comfortable. So yeah, I'm just saying for those of you out there who keep going in circles and you're not getting past certain things like, yo, just deal with the, the fact that you need to be, uh, you need to reprogram and don't feel bad about it. I'm not saying all of us had to be reprogrammed, but I'm telling y'all, you know, I wish y'all could come to some of these conferences. Yo, I'm sick, y'all. Like, yo, I've been through the ringer. Like, yo, when you, I don't know if you know what it's like to find out at 12 or 13 that this person ain't your father. Like, that ain't no easy thing to deal with. You know, I don't know if you know what it's like living in an abandoned building. Like, it sounds cute to you that I say it, but like, yo, I was literally in abandoned building, scared for my life. Not know, I'm knowing dope dealers seeing me going out this house. I know junkies seeing me going in and out of this house. I know they see me, you know what I'm saying? But I still gotta, I still have to make a choice. Like I can't stay outside, I gotta go inside, you know? So it's just a lot of stuff that I've been through and, and, and I'm sick. And every day when I wake up, I don't let being a, one of the number one motivational speakers in the world cloud my, 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 my reality. My reality is I went to counseling as a kid. I went to a counseling, you know, at 15, 16, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been through it, but every day I wake up, I'm like, yo, E, I don't care what happened to you. Like, this is the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is your day and you got to get through that stuff. You can't let that stuff mess up your marriage. You can't lose your wife over your past. You can't mess up your relationship with your kids over your past. Your past is what it is and it can't destroy you. It ha it, it ha or define you but it can set you up for a phenomenal, you know, destiny, you know? So I just want to encourage y'all, like, don't look at yourself like, oh, I'm not the best model. I just got an iPhone 10. And is it just me guys? But as, as Apple is getting sweeter, each phone still got his own doggone problems. I have not bought an Apple phone yet that didn't give me some type of problem, but I will say this, each phone, some functionality has improved, but it's, it's, it still has its challenges. So. Don't look at failure as a bad thing, please. Yep. Hey, E.T., uh, this is from Shana in New Jersey. Hey, E.T., thank you so much for all you do. I have a question for you regarding my mother. We have recently repaired our somewhat rocky relationship. Somewhat. But now she's back in my life and trying to make decisions for me. I'm 24 years old. I work. I have a child, and I can take care of myself. But she still always wants to give her input. How do I tell her to back off without damaging our relationship again? Now, you tell her the truth, you know, but do me a huge favor. Look at it from your mother's perspective. My son is 22 years old. Nobody ever gave me the book, the manual, and told me at 18, back off. So even though he's 22 years old, probably about 6'3", about 200-something pounds, I still remember him in the hospital room when he came out his mother's womb. I, that's, that's who I know. I don't know this six foot something dude. I don't know him. I know the kid that traveled across the country with me. I know the kid that I was supposed to make sure ate, that went to college, that when he bumped his knee and hurt himself, I was there to pick him up. I was at his football game, you know what I'm saying, when he got a, a fumble return for a touchdown or, 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 or when he broke his femur. Like, I was there for him. So, so don't disrespect your mom. Like, she's not trying to hurt you or she's not trying to take over your life. You're her baby, and you're going to always be her baby. And, and you just need to let her know, your mom, regardless of what we've been through, we back. I'm your baby. I know I'm going to be your baby forever. I am so grateful that you would even want me to be your baby. Yo, but mom, let's work this thing out. I'm an adult, and the only way I can do adult is to make decisions and, and I'm gonna mess up and I'm gonna do well, but this is the only way I can be an adult. So my, if you can, let's talk it through, but, but, but give me some space to be an adult 
and then I'm going to give you some space sometime to be a parent. But look, don't be so selfish that you're only looking at it from your own lens. Look at it from your, um, your, your parents' lens. And again, nobody gave us the manual and told us when to back off. But they sure did give us the manual C to say, put your foot on it. Like when we first had y'all, we had our foot on the gas. We was all in. And we just don't know when to back off. And that's all of us. You know, so even with me and C, C's had to say to me, like, yo, E, back off. Yo, E, do this and do that. And I respect it, but I'm just being real. I, I never woke up one day and got the memo that it's time to back off. I never got that memo. Yeah. Um, Nathan said, E.T., saw you in the airport the other day and wanted to take a pic, but you were on the phone and I got nervous. What's the proper etiquette <laughs> when asking for a pic so I know next time? I'm going to always be on the phone. I'm going to always be on the phone. Yeah, I'm going to always be on the phone. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm going to always be on the phone. You know what I'm saying, Carl? I'm going to always be on the phone. Yeah, it's so funny with yeah. Didi. I tell Didi sometimes, Didi will interrupt me, and I'll be like, yo, D. She's like, why you, why you pissed? I'm like, because I was on the phone. She was like, okay, what you want me to do? I said, well, I want you to wait till I get out the phone. She's like, well, then I will never talk to you. You know what I'm saying? You're always on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So, little man, just go beast mode. Take a pick with me, and then we good to go. Now, with some other people that you may look up to, I don't know. You know, everybody's not the same. But for me, yeah, just tell me, get off the phone, take a quick pick, and I can get back on the phone. Uh, Iman in London said, when are you guys coming back to the U.K.? We miss you over here, hopefully soon. Uh, Julie in Sacramento said, E.T., thank you for everything. You've changed my life, and one day I'll repay you. My question is this. My parents paid a lot of money for me to go through school. The plan the entire time has been for me to finish and go to med school. However, I don't think I want to go to med school anymore. My parents will be crushed when I tell them this because they're so they, because they are so excited about me becoming a doctor. Um, I don't know what to do. Would love your advice on this. Uh, you might want to ask Carl. My parents they had no academic aspirations for me. <laughs> <laughs> aspirations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Hey, I don't, no, I, yeah. I, 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 it, in short, I'm just saying, make sure I'm not tripping on you not doing that. But I'm saying, make sure you got a real solid plan, because like he said, they, they got you as a kid, and they're like, yo, I want to give you the best life. They not, they don't have no ill intent. But you know, if you just want to go goof off for a year or something like that, that's not a real good conversation. But if you have a plan, it still ain't gonna be a great conversation, cause they, you no. know, what I'm saying they got this thing mapped out. It's never gonna be a good conversation. Make sure you got a better plan than what we had to tell our parents that we about to, to start doing YouTube videos. <laughs> that's it. That's the answer. Yo, make sure you got something planned out. Not my mom look at me like, what? Oh, okay. All right, let's see how long that lasts. But yeah, no, just make sure you got a plan or, but I'm saying if it's your, like I'm saying, if you're serious about this, this is your heart and it's something that you know you're not happy about after experiencing it, not just because you, you know, you don't think you like it. I'm saying give it a shot maybe. But if, if you know in your heart that it's not for you, then yeah, don't, don't wait 20 years and then talk about you unhappy. All right. Uh, last one, Winston said, what's up ET? Few questions. How's the vegan diet going? I'm thinking of starting. Any suggestions? for beginners and also how do you feel since you started it? Yeah, well I would say first of all, if you don't have a chronic illness, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this, is, this, this is not, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, you guys have to understand, you know, I, I decided to do the vegan diet, you know what I'm saying, as a, um, as a tester, you know what I'm saying, my wife's a foodie, you know, and so when you are not healthy, there are certain things that, you know, you, you need to be, um, you need to be mindful of in your diet. Let me just put it like that. You have to help your diet. Your, I mean, you have, you, you, your diet has to help, you know, your, um, your health. So that's number one. I, I would suggest that maybe you look at, 
Um, what you, what, whatever you're trying to accomplish, like if you're trying to accomplish losing weight, you know, you should probably look at um, like some other stuff, like not eating fatty foods or something Ooh, like that. Fat. I don't know, but what's up, boy? How you feeling, Trey Trey? What up, Trey? Trey Trey, yeah, so. Yeah, so, so I, I wouldn't suggest that. I would suggest that, you know, you do look at your diet and you do put some more exercise in it, Carl, but I, I, I wouldn't suggest it. How do I feel? I will be honest with you, I feel great. Uh, how does the diet going? It just depends, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I haven't really, um, I think one time we were in um, Houston and I went by a Jamaican restaurant and got um, some chicken. So I really haven't had like chicken or beef or pork probably, you know, in at least eight months or so. So I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't miss meat like that, but depending on where I am, there are times I have to do vegetarian, you know, because uh, vegan isn't an option, you know, in certain places, but I don't, I think I feel good, but I can't lie to you and tell you it's just a diet. Uh, thanks to uh, Sean, I do an hour, um, um, like a, a, a mountain climbing regimen on the treadmill and then I do 30 minute run every day. So I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. And I'm getting 20,000 steps in a day. So it's a combination. And then I also, I'm in a great place in terms of my wealth. I'm in a great place, space with my wife in terms of our relationship, great place with my kids. So all of those things factor into how I'm feeling. I don't think diet by itself, you know, the fact that I don't eat pork, I don't think that's the one thing. You know what I'm saying, Carl? It's not the one thing. That's a book talking about, you know, your career. I think it's a, I, I, I think it's a, a, a variety, a myriad of things that have me. The company's doing well. I'm in the school. So I, I don't think it's one thing. I don't think it's the vegan boy. I think it's a lot. But I would tell you, be cautious. Diet is critical, bro. There's certain nutrients, nutrients you have to get in your body. There's certain supplements you have to get in your body. And so don't just listen to the podcast, eat when vegan, and you're going to go vegan. Make sure you do your homework and make sure you're doing something that's going to uh, uh, be advantageous for your health and not like C said, you're following people on social media and they doing it and, and, and you doing it because they're doing it. Yep, and why don't you get in the community while you're at it? And uh, I got the perfect one for you, breatheuniversity.com. Come join us. Um, man, you talking about it, the triple double. I'm coming to breathe you, man. We got Sean who just put some new courses in BU. Um, just some great courses to help you with your, 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 your physical fitness, your diet, all of those things. Uh, we got a call tonight, it's Thursday, so we got a six o'clock call tonight, man, where we'll be on the phone getting after it with the with the business call. So there's your hey, wealth. Rob um, Wilson. And then wellness Rob. call on Sunday, man. He's doing his wellness calls on Sunday. Just incredible information. See, Rob Wilson, with see. People who are trying to go to the next level. Uh, we would love to have you. You hear us talk about it. You guys have heard us talk about this since day one on the podcast. But breatheuniversity.com, man. Sign up. Come join us. Um, it's not expensive. We purposely made it affordable for every single person out there. If you're listening to this podcast, it probably means you got a phone. If you got a phone, you can afford to uh, get in this program with us and just take your life to the next level and be around some people who are going to sharpen you, man. Iron sharpens iron. So, too, the one man sharpen another. Um, and so we would love to have you uh, in this. Go for it. E, what was you about to say? I'm just saying shout-out to uh, Rob uh, as well, C. I promise you I wasn't um, – there's just some things I wasn't doing financially. Uh, I'm just being real, man. I, 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 There's just some stuff I wasn't doing. And Rob has uh, sat me down, talked to me. I've pulled up my portfolio. I've made some transitions that I never made before. And 
I'm telling you, man, he's got me on just like the the shine has me on a, a health regimen. Hey, oh, Carl, did you see? I went to the uh, sports science thing. They did the. Uh, I gotta show y'all when y'all get home. I gotta show y'all when get home. I had like a 162, you know, uh, uh, it was 162 something in terms of uh, uh, muscle versus muscle mass versus fat. Didn't have a whole lot of fat. I was geeked about that, but I did see a lot of yellow around my gut area. I'll show it to you when we get to um, we get to Atlanta. <laughs> no, but uh, but my man was like, yo, you almost 50. He was like, man, you in good shape, and was like, yo, we're gonna do some things to turn you into a machine. But just just the access to the stuff we have, the people we have, but yeah, Sean, Sean got me on the health thing, but Rob got me on a, like a, a legitimate financial, um, a, a legitimate financial struggle. So it's just been a blessing, man. It's been a blessing. Yep, and I think that's the beauty of the program, man, is like, it's not yeah. like the CJ, E, and Carl, yeah, like, good, oh, we're going to help you with yeah. your finance. We're going to help you with your fitness. No, we got the people who help us with those things, you know, teaching uh, on the platform. So, um, man, shout out to all our current BU students who are in every city we go to. Um, we see them, man, and, and hang out with them and uh, appreciate you guys. We'll see you in Atlanta. So uh, this hey, weekend. See, let me sit. I was yep. just saying real quick, if, uh, hey, for anybody that's listening, I got a lot of emails. Shout out to the podcast. I said it last week. A lot of people still emailing me, and I'm geeked, but I want to tell y'all all this one thing. For real, for real. Y'all hear us talking about it. Try it for one month. We ain't got to talk no more. Like, just try it for one month. We, If you don't like it, leave. Like, we ain't holding on to nobody hostage. Y'all heard E say that time and time again. Try it for one month, y'all. And I promise, if if we, we not, I, I'm confident that you're going to be with us. Let me just say it like that. I'm confident. But you don't have to ask all them questions. Like, I'm getting a lot of questions. And I'm answering them. I ain't tripping on it. But I'm just telling y'all, try it. Just try it. Try it. Try it. And yeah, but hit me I, back yeah, a month uh, yeah. after. Yeah, I'm tripping. You've been rocking with us for a grip, though. And you go, you got a million questions, but you out spending right. your money on some foolishness. You ain't asked one question. <laughs> right. so, Come on, um, y'all. Seriously, no, try it for go, one month. <clears throat> go check it out. Um, uh, go Come check us out in Atlanta. Uh, if you're hearing this this weekend, we are in Atlanta Saturday. We're going in. Uh, it's going to be uh, a great day for us, 9 to 3, 9 to 4, something like that. So we're going to have a four-day session, Take Control. Um, got some amazing entrepreneurs. Shout out to Chris, Maya, Jamal, Josh, uh, E. We, we had some uh, let's, we had some incredible uh, sessions the other day in Miami just trying to give that real information to help entrepreneurs and business-minded uh, you know, people go to that next level. So we're doing that in Atlanta this weekend. Um, after that, we will be in Charlotte on the 25th. Carl? Yeah, hold on. I ain't even looking at it. Give me a 25th, second. 25th, I, I believe, Charlotte, yeah. and then Dallas. And then Dallas. Uh, on the 18th. Shout out, oh, shout out to everybody who brought tickets for the cruise. The cruise is officially sold out. I think we might have oversold by one or two. I mean, we're good, but um, in terms of what we were supposed to sell, we sold the full allotment. So, man, super excited, super pumped. Thank you to all of you who. Uh, bought tickets for the cruise. We'll see you in a couple weeks, man. I cannot believe it's almost here, but we'll see you in a couple weeks for the cruise. That's going. That's going to be uh, a fun time, man. I'm excited hey, about 25th that. Twenty fifth and eighteenth. See, twenty fifth is Charlotte. Eighteenth yeah, is right. Dallas. March eighteenth. Yep. Yep. So Charlotte, if you're anywhere around the Charlotte area, come check us out on the twenty fifth of this month. Um, but yeah, the cruise, man. We sold that thing out, Carl. So 
Um, yeah, congratulations to, to everybody who bought a ticket. It's going to be outstanding. I'm excited to do a couple live podcasts on the cruise ship. Um, and so you guys will hear those. Uh, any other announcements that I'm missing? Nope, we're good. That's it. All right, E, get us that nugget of the day so I can go upstairs and get cussed out because the kids is up an hour and a half before <laughs> they're supposed to be because dad down here talking loud. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, E.T. Look, y'all, this is the word I got in my spirit today. Giants do fall. Yep, I'm going to say it again. Giants do fall. All right? And you're looking at a giant in your life, and you're like, yo, E, bro, for real. It's too big. It's been in my life for too long. Let me tell you something. Giants do fall. Just left Florida doing the school district. Look, got a call on my way out from another school in Florida, right? Giants do fall. I remember I couldn't get a call. I remember they wouldn't let me in the schools to talk to these babies. Now I'm getting calls left and right. Giants do fall, y'all. And look, let me just say this. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. All right, so I need you to do me a favor. I need you to see the miracle before it happens. All right, look, it ain't, not only is it possible, it's past possible, all right? Listen to me. It ain't even possible no more, y'all. It's past possible, right? But the first thing I need you to do is I need you to see that giant fall. Like, in your mind's eye, before it happens physically, I need you to see it falling, right? And then I need you to understand, look, when you believe, right? When you believe, you can see the impossible, all right? So it's your boy E.T., saying giants do fall and your giant is coming down. Go get your five smooth rocks and it ain't going to take but one. You can get five just, you know, just to be getting them. But it's only going to take one decision this year for your giants to fall. It's only going to take one positive thought this year for your giants to fall. It's only going to take you once to touch and agree with somebody. Look, I, I couldn't even get this podcast out. I, I, guys, it didn't work. Federal Express at the Ritz-Carlton. I went next door to the JW Marriott, took 40 minutes. And then when I got to Atlanta, they told me, they told me like, yo, E, the file didn't come through. It was empty. I walked in the Grand Hyatt, ran, listen to me, I ran into the individual that runs the business center. She like, E, we watch your stuff all the time. I came in, it took 30 seconds. What did we do? We touched and agreed before we even got started. We touched and agreed. And I'm telling the truth. What's your name? Michaela, Michaela, am I telling the truth? Absolute truth. God bless it. It's the truth, I, I came in, me and her touched and agreed, and boom, within 30 seconds, that joker came out. So giants do fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. It's your boy E.T. saying, look that giant in the face and tell him this is the last year you'll ever be in my life. No, no, this is the last month. No, no, I'm sorry. This is the last week. No, 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 I'm sorry. This is the last day that you will ever ever be in my life this is the last day you will torment me torment me my family this is the last day it's your boy et let's go all right appreciate that nugget of the day e appreciate y'all listening man love you see you next week i want you to focus on here right now don't you worry about when you get home you make that you concentrate on this opportunity you don't worry about tomorrow you concentrate on this opportunity with all your might with all your soul